Hello, this is Extreme Orange, and I'm here to provide you with a summary of the previous video on what should be the ideal purpose in life. Now, anyway, this question was posited because um, people often set happiness as their life goal and their life purpose, basically. And I'm here to tell you why, first of all, that's wrong and why and what the better alternative is. So I'll start with why you need a purpose in life. So everybody wants to lead a fulfilling life. That's quite intuitive, right? And everyone wants to have fulfillment. So I'm going to define fulfillment as achieving your life purpose, right? That you set up for yourself. So fulfillment is achieving the life purpose. It is not the same as happiness, although it can lead to happiness. So without fulfillment, then the person like you would normally you would feel like life is meaningless basically and you could fall into depression and nihilism which is why it's very important to set a life purpose for yourself and that and it should be a purpose that you can obtain ideally right so note that here life goal is different from a normal like small short-term goal i'm arguing about life goal here life goal holds way more weight and don't get me wrong okay throughout this video i'm not saying that Goals are not important. Short-term goals are not important. But here I'm arguing for life goal. Okay, so better in mind. And hence, this is why setting a good life goal is important. So now I'm going to move to why happiness is not a good life goal in general. So first of all, let's define happiness as the euphoria that you get um, for achieving something, right? For doing something, an event that occurs. Short-term happiness, basically. Now you might say, yeah, yeah, you know, like... Of course, who wants to chase after short-term happiness? And yeah, that's obviously not something you should be uh, pursuing. But I genuinely think that when most people say, all I want to be in life is happy, this is the kind of happiness they're referring to. And and it could be unconscious, you know, they could be unconsciously referring to this euphoria kind of happiness. So you have to be very clear. Yeah. So let me explain. This type of happiness is not something that you can attain by working towards it. Jordan Peterson likes to say that happiness is something that descends on you from time to time. It's not something that you, you, you can work towards and guarantee that you will get it. Because first of all, it's difficult to know if something makes you happy, right? Like, you, you, you won't know if, if this thing will make you happy, that thing will make you happy. You're just not sure. You, you can have an inclination about it, but you won't know. And second, even if you do find something that makes you happy, there's no guarantee that it will make you happy in the long run. If you do it over and over again, if you still generate the same kind of happiness. And lastly, there are times where you're not supposed to be happy, right? At a funeral, for example. If your life goal is to be happy all the time, and you go to a funeral, what are you going to do? Be happy at the funeral? Exactly. So this is why happiness isn't a good life goal to have, right? So then the question would be, well, what would be a life, good life goal to have? So I'll raise you a few things. First of all, it should not be a specific point. So by specific point, I mean um, like pinpointing an exact place that you want to reach. So for example, I want to have a nice family. So the point here is, is I want to reach a nice family. And it's quite common. You hear people say that I want to have a nice family. 
And the issue with this is that it's difficult to pinpoint exactly when you've reached that. Like, look at the, the I want a nice family, for example, right? Say you have a family and, and somewhere along the line, you decide to ask yourself, do I have a nice family? What exactly does that mean, right? You, you, it's, it's too vague. And chances are your family is going to have some, some issues, some problems, right? And what, you're going to conclude that you don't have a nice family. And then that's it. That, that's, you failed your life purpose already. And that's a terrible thing to conclude. That if my life goal was to have a nice family and I don't have a nice family. And that's how people fall into depression and nihilism. And another problem is that point goals, no matter when you choose to evaluate your level of fulfillment, you'll feel like you, you, you have issues. Let me explain. So for the example of wanting a gold medal, say in a race, right? My entire life purpose is to win this race and get the gold medal. Now, the thing is, <clears throat> if you evaluate your, your status before attaining the gold medal, right? Then, well, you haven't reached the gold medal. Then you're going to conclude that I haven't reached my life purpose and that's the problem, right? But worse than that is if, if you evaluate after, if you get the thing and you evaluate after that, right? Then you'd feel a, a loss of purpose in life because well, you've already attained your life purpose. What, what are you going to do next, right? If your entire life purpose was just to get this, then you might as well just kill yourself after, after you attain it because that was your life purpose. So that's why point goals are not ideal. So what's the alternative? Progress goals. So process-oriented goals, basically. So it's, it's things like uh, goals that are centered, a life goal that's centered around improvement of the thing. So I'll give you the same example of the race. So instead of saying, I want to win the gold medal, you should posit a life goal that says, I want to keep improving my runs. Now that's better, right? Because that way, no matter which point you are along the journey of improving your runs, you are still improving your runs, right? And then you, you, you can examine yourself and you can say, well, I'm fulfilled because I'm continuously fulfilling I'm, con I'm continuously improving my runs, right? I'm still trying my best to improve my runs. And so you feel fulfilled in your life purpose, right? The second example is on the family. So instead of saying, I want a nice family, you can say something like, I want to improve my family continuously. Now that's something that's way better because now your life purpose is a trajectory instead of an, uh, a destination, Right. So at any point in time, even if your family breaks down or there's some setback in the family, you can still continue to improve the family and that it's still fulfilling your life purpose. And that's why having a progress oriented life goal is way, way better than having a point life goal. Right. You can always feel fulfilled because you're always moving in that direction. So I'll, I'll stop myself here and, and you might ask me, well, what about long-term happiness, right? So, so, so you say that, okay, fine, I shouldn't be aiming at happiness that is a point, that is an event, short-term happiness. Then you might ask, what about long-term happiness? Well, then I'll ask you the question, what exactly is long-term happiness, right? You can think about that for a second, but I'll give you the answer because during the discussion that we had, Brendan actually pointed out, long-term happiness is enjoyment. Let that sink in for enjoyment. So basically to enjoy the process, enjoy everything you're doing. And now at this point, I have to acknowledge that that's a pretty good response. And not only that, 
I acknowledge that it's a better life goal to have than the short-term happiness that we referred to earlier. So positing a life purpose like I want to enjoy everything that I do all the time is better than saying I want to be happy, I want to get the short-term happiness. Right, but the issue is that it also has its flaws. So let me explain why. So first of all, do you really think you can enjoy everything? I think there are some points where like you're studying, for example, right, and you just absolutely hate it and you dread it. You can't possibly enjoy it, right? And fine, grant, grant you that you can enjoy everything. There, it runs to the same problem as happiness, which is that there are instances where you are not supposed to enjoy. Like a funeral, for example, right? You, you're not supposed to enjoy the funeral, right? You're supposed to mourn, you know, things like that. So enjoyment is, is, is good, but it could be better. So the reason enjoyment fails is because there are situations where, you know, you, you're not supposed to fulfill, uh, you're not supposed to feel enjoyment. And so this links to the next criterion for a good life purpose, which is that your life purpose should be something that can be pursued in every circumstance, right? doesn't matter what happened to you, you can still pursue it. So for example, I want to keep improving my runs or I want to, yeah, if, if, if I say I want to keep improving my runs uh, or I want to keep improving my family, for example, they're good goals, right? But there are times where you cannot do that anymore. For example, for running, right? Say you grow too old, right? You're old and then your, your bones are frail or maybe you're paralyzed, right? Or you broke your legs or something, like touch wood, of course. But you see what I mean? Then what happens? Once you break your legs, you, you're going to kill yourself because you can't run anymore. You lose your sense of purpose in life. No, you can't do that. And even for the family one, even though this is extremely rare, like if, if or when your parents die, right, or if your spouse leaves you and takes the children, for example, like, although it's rare, it happens to people. But so if your entire life purpose revolves around building up your family, then that's it, you know, you've, you, you've, you've lost it. And so I would say that although improving your runs and improving your family are, are good life goals to have, they're not as good as they could get. So the question is, what kind of life purpose could be pursued no matter the circumstance? And I'll raise you the answer, character. It's building up your character, right? Because in any circumstance, you can always, always build your character. The way you respond to things, how you respond to people, you know, and, and that's something that's lifelong. You can always, always do it. Right? Even if you're bedridden or tragedy strikes in your life, you can strengthen your character and you can be a better person. And another one you could do is, you could say, I would like to try my best to be the best person that I can be. And it's something that we talked about in the video. Right? It's that if you always try your best in everything, right? that, and that's your life goal, to, to do my best in whatever I do, then you always feel fulfilled if you're trying your best. Right? So that's it. That's that's two very these are these are is the highest level of, of, of um uh, life purpose that you could posit. Of course you could posit something beneath that and you know hopefully the, the tragedy doesn't strike such that it, it destroys your 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 life purpose. But these two things, building character and trying your best, are as good as it gets. But even then there exists something even higher. Because 
improvement of character and trying your best ends at the grave. And so that means that there is a scenario where it doesn't work. So for the Christian, this is why communion with God is the highest level of life purpose you can have because it extends for all of eternity, right? Communion with God. And so I'm going to conclude now. And you see, this the, the conclusions that I got from this, try your best, build your character, have communion with God, they're all extremely intuitive. And it's the kind of thing that you see on um, posters, for example, right? Like motivational quotes to try your best, always do the best that you can be. But I just gave you a breakdown of why exactly they're good goals to have, right? And I hope that it helps you to understand the underlying reasoning for choosing these things and that they're not just some random um, random goal that you're supposed to have, right? And, and so I would encourage you to choose something other than happiness, right? Instead, choose to build your character, choose to try your best, you know? Or alternatively, you can try and think of a, a life purpose that would extend beyond uh, most circumstances, I would say, so that you don't end up uh, losing your purpose in life. Yeah, and then when you do choose to evaluate whether you've led a fulfilling life, whether you've achieved your purpose in life, that hopefully you can say yes. So that's it. Thank you so much for watching this video and I hope it's helped you. Bye-bye.